Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. With me, as always, is Ed Giggity. Giggity, giggity. So, how was your week, Ed? Anything fun and exciting happened to you? Oh, I have a good story filled with mystery and intrigue. No, Jesus. A near, near uh, invasion on everything. Near invasion? Oh, yeah. Standoffs and everything. Stand Like a police standoff? Like Waco sort of shit? Close, on a very much smaller scale. God. So, uh, what happened was, last Sunday, the wife and I did our part to stimulate the economy and went and uh, got a computer that we were waiting for. And uh, we went to Best Buy and they were still out of stock, but finally... They had one in stock that we could order to get delivered here. So like, yeah, it's fine, you know. So we ended up getting that. We got the monitor from there. Came out with the monitor. And uh, Lauren also ordered a uh, desk to be delivered Tuesday. Well, we got an email on Monday. It said, hey, it'll be here Wednesday. We're like, we're perfect. The desk and the computer will be here. We'll put them both together. So Wednesday comes around about noonish. I get the desk. I put the desk together. I'm like, oh, cool. Put the desk together. Came for the computer. It works out perfectly. So I'm doing a schoolwork with the kids, you know, because we homeschool the kids. And around like two or three comes around, but I'm close to four. I'm like, holy shit, I'm like, that computer's for you right now. It's like, was, it, uh, was it USPS delivering the computer? No, it was uh, UPS. Okay. So what I did was text, I said, Lauren, you know, because she, she stays upstairs in her room to work, because she works from home. I said, Lauren, check and see when that computer's delivered. And she, texted, she goes, oh, it's over here. I was like, oh, well, I didn't hear him knock. So I go downstairs, and I go to the side where everything is, and it's like, not there. I'm like, what the hell? I'll go back to my house. Not there. I'm like, well, shit, it's not here. So I go back out. I was like, Lord, are you sure? She pulls up the order. She goes, oh, shit. I'm like, what? She goes, they delivered it to 209. I was like, where address 208? She goes, yeah, well, look. And it said the billing address is 208, but delivered it to 209. So when they were doing the information, it was typo. Was that you know? your mistake, or was it? Their no, I was totally the kid at Best Buy that typed in all the information. Idiot. Totally they, that kid. They want $15 an hour. Come on. <laughs> so I was like, ah, no big deal, you know, because I know everyone in our neighborhood, you know. So I go across the street. I look by the door. I'm like, that's not there on the side. And I was like, huh, it's not here. So I knock on the door because they're normally home. They're normally home. And no one answers. It was dead quiet. No one answered. It's like, huh. So I go up, I'm like, well, let me call UPS. Maybe, you know, maybe they left it somewhere else or, you know. So I call UPS to confirm it was delivered, you know. So I'm going through the claim process and all that. I say, EJ, go over there across the street and see if maybe, like, it's, like, around the corner of the house or if it's behind the car or something. I just didn't notice it, you know, because I was in a rush. It was cold. So I said, put your car on and go over there. So he goes over there. He comes back. I'm talking to the lady. I'm like, yeah, you know, I locked, I'm telling her what's happening. You know, I knocked her door. No one's there. I just want to call me sure, and he goes, "Oh, Dad, someone's there." Because I hear him arguing again. I'm like, oh, "Okay." So I told her. So she's like, "Well, listen, we'll do the claim process. I'll give you a case number just in case you know you can't get a hold and something happens." Like, cool. So I go over there. I walk across the street and go to the front door, and I hear him arguing like crazy, which they always do because they're toxic. They're toxic relationship people. They're always getting drunk and arguing. So I didn't think anything different. So I'm like, ah, they're sitting arguing or something stupid. I knock on the door. Dead silence. Not a peep. I'm like, huh. So I, you know, knock on the door again. Nothing. So I go, I go guys, it's Ed. It's, yeah, you know, I, I just want to talk to you guys. It's me from across the street. 
dead silence. So then my wheels start turning. I'm like, why are they answering the door? So then it hit me. They got my computer, and one, they opened it and are too scared to tell me, or two, they opened it and went and sold it for drug money and came back, came back with it. So I'm like, that's the only explanation. That's, why would they hide from me? They never heard from me before. So I knock it. I said, guys, they're across the street. You know, you guys know why I'm here. Let's just talk about it. You know, because I knew, you know, we all knew. So nothing. So I started getting angry. I'm like, okay. I was like, I yell. I'm like, the next time, I'm like, you guys got five minutes. You guys only answer the door in five minutes. We're calling the cops. We'll let them deal with it. So I wait. By this time, like, I look around. And everyone's coming out of their houses. Because I was not quiet. So everyone heard me. You know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is how we'll play it. So I go across the street, you know, come back to my house, sit on my front porch, run the steps, and call call the cops. Tell them what's going on. They said, okay, we'll send a cop over. Two three minutes later, a cop comes over. I tell him what's going on. He goes, he goes, since you heard him arguing in there, and you haven't taken your eyes off the house, right? I was like, no. I was like, I, I I have not left this front porch since then. So I called you. He goes, okay, cool. So he goes over there, he knocks like like knocks loud, knocks cable police and knocks loud, side door, front door. Comes back, he's like, Look, he's like, We get called here all the time for these guys. He's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I know, but and I was like, they're always that's the thing, they've never done anything to us. It's always been them to themselves, so I just let it go. So so about a half hour goes by, he does it again. And he's like, Alright, watch this. So he goes and checks out the car, turns out the car is expired plates. So he's like, I'm gonna tow this car. So he calls the big flatbed in, flatbed comes, lights on, loud as hell. You can hear it through the whole neighborhood, you know. Doesn't come out. He says, all right, hook it up. Waits a second, doesn't come out. He goes, all right, take it. So, tows this guy's car. The guy crush, tows his car. So I'm like, well, they got to come outside now, right? Cops like, I can't believe they didn't come outside. I was like, I know. So he's like, all right. So he has another cop. He says, wait here. He's like, I'll be back. He's like, you stay out here and make sure you don't see anyone come out the back of the house or anything. I said, okay. So I stay over by my, by my neighbor. I'm talking to her and watching the house the whole time. He comes back about a half hour, four or five minutes later, and he starts getting out of his car, and, and an unmarked car pulls up. So by this time, the sun's going down. <laughs> so the sun's going down, and the unmarked car, the guy comes out, he was like a, like a detective, because he had like plain clothes with a vest on. Yeah. So he wasn't like a normal cop, you could tell. So I'm like, oh, shit. So he comes over, he talks to me. I give him my story. And he's like, you know, you know, taking your eyes out. I said, look, man. I was like, 99% they're in there. I was, he was like, you sure what the team is? Like, no. I was like, I knocked on the door. And it went completely silent. And I didn't ha we haven't heard a peep since. And he's told the cop, you try to get in? He's like, yeah, I've knocked, like, in the course of the beam lights on him, everything. So we're like, okay. So he goes back into his car. I see him on the phone. Another half hour, four minutes goes by. All of a sudden, two cops from Struthers, which is the town next to me, pull up. I'm like, oh, shit. And the guy comes over and he's like, look, he's like, I need you to go across the street and just sit on your front porch and don't interfere with us. I was like, no problem, sir. So the Struthers cops are getting out and the fucking one's in, like, like protective gear with one of those battery rams. Other guy gets out with his protective gear and an AR. I'm like, holy shit, it's going down. Jeez. So I'm like, holy, like, the whole neighborhood's not watching it. So I go over there. I mean, I taped it. I'll, I'll send you. The, I keep forgetting to send you the video. Yeah. But um, and so they get they got the cops up front, the battery ram guy on the side. They knock one more time and say, "We're gonna break the door down." Knock, knock, knock. 
And then all of a sudden, they I hear him go, he's coming out, he's coming out. I was like, oh, thank God. Because, like, in my mind, I'm like, fucking get him, you know? But in another part of my mind, I'm like, I don't want anyone dying over this shit. Like, like yeah. what if he's scared and has a gun and shoots one of the cops and kills him over my fucking computer? Or vice versa. What if he's, like, fucking high on drugs and jittering around and he gets killed because the cops think he has a gun, you know? Would, so would luckily, it really be that bad, though, if... if he got well, killed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would because you don't want anyone to die over something stupid that's replaceable. All right. So he comes out and he, they're telling him why they're there. He's like, "No, there's no way, man." He's like, "I didn't hear you knocking and sleeping." And the cops they look at each other and just shake their head because they know there's no way they didn't hear, you know. Yeah. So finally, like, they go inside the house for like five ten minutes, and then they come out and with my computer and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm like, see, I, I fucking knew he had it. Like, oh no. We knew they had it too. Like we don't, you know, we don't. They're all, we're always here for random things. So, um, Lauren was angry. She wanted to go to jail. I was. I the cops were like, well, you have a choice. Like we take him in tonight, or you can sit on it, make sure everything works. And if everything works fine, it, it's totally up to you tomorrow. I said that's fine. We'll hook everything up, and we'll make sure it's working. So we did. So we hook everything up, and you know when you go into a computer, the first profile pops up. Yeah. His profile name comes up. Okay. <laughs> this Wait, so, so hold on. So he opened it up, set everything up, and then created a profile on there? Yeah. He didn't yeah. think you were going to come looking for it? That's what, that's what I thought. I'm like, like he, he, he saw the name. Like, I, I understand it was addressed to his address, I, but it was to Lauren Garvin. I, I, yeah, I'd and, get it if it was a name that he didn't know. Yeah. You know, somebody that wasn't in the neighborhood. Somebody that lives like, you know, two towns over or something. Yeah. Like, was so, it a, was it desktop computer or a laptop? Desktop computer. So it's like a full de- Like he went and set up a full desktop computer. Yeah. That wasn't his. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Some fucking people, man. So so that so we hooked everything up. So his name pops up. This dude put his name as Sexy Gamer sixty nine one two three. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, could not make that up if I tried. Sexy Gamer sixty nine one two three. Is he a good looking guy though? Can he get away with that? No, no, he is not. He's like he's one of those dudes that are like like he's a white guy, but he has such like a dirty complexion. Like you think he's Puerto Rican. Uh. But you know what I mean? Like he's like that kind of white guy. He's not like you know, like a clean, pristine white guy. He's like a he's like a gruff, rough white guy. You know, does drugs and gets fucking drunk all the time and shit like that. Like he don't have that clean complexion. Now I don't know if it's because he doesn't take a shower or because he works. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But anyway, so he so I'm we said it's probably because he doesn't take a shower. Probably, That's probably the safest. But he always has here. like a dirty, gruff look to him. So, you know, we set everything up. It was fine. So, the next day, Lauren went down to the police station, and she thanked all the cops in person, you know. I stayed here because I had to watch the kids. Did she bring and them we, baked goods? Oh, no. She ain't. She's not that good. She probably should have done that. Good. Tell her she needs to step up her game a little bit. She, you know, she thought of that. She thought of, like, should I, like, bring them something? I'm like, well, I was like, well, honestly, I don't think cops can take things as a bride. Plus, with the pandemic going on, I don't think they would accept it because they don't know if you have COVID or not. You know, I mean, plus so, they they were they were doing their job, so exactly. And they, you know, they did it like above and beyond. I didn't expect it to go that far. 
Like, I really didn't expect it to snowball that far. Like, I thought the cops were like, well, you can file a report and just get it replaced. That's what I thought it was going to boil down to. Yeah. Like, I really can't believe that they actually called in people from another area. And they well, were they probably knew this down, guy had warrants or some shit. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I thought. And they didn't take him away that night. So, so everything boiled over. So the next day, you know, Lauren went and thanked them. I stayed here with the kids. I took, after all the schoolwork was done, I talk, took Adeline over to the neighbor, like, to the left there, because she plays with her little girl. Yeah. And when I was coming out, they they were getting dropped off from work wherever they were. He's like, hey, man, we need to talk. I'm like, you're damn right we need to talk. So he's like, where do you want to talk? I'm like, well, invite me in. I was like, nothing's going to happen. What's going on? So I go in his house, you know, and he's like, he's like man, what the fuck 12 cost me? I said, look. And I told him, I was like, what do you expect me to do when a $1,200 computer is missing and I come to your house and hear you arguing, and as soon as I knock on the door, it goes hot. Man, we weren't, we weren't even up. We were sleeping, man. And and you know I was a TV. I was like, I was like, come on, man. I'm like, what? You know, I just kind of let him go. Like, whatever, you know. So he was telling me, like, like you know, man, we were sorry. We didn't really, we thought, I thought my mom would send it to me, you know. Yeah. I'm like, is your mom's name Lauren? He goes, no, my mom's name is Lauren. I'm like, well, the name on there was Lauren. I was like, so, I was like, unless you knew a Lauren. I was like, it was, you know, it was mine. Yeah. So, I mean, he was kind of. He was like he was kind of sorry, but not really sorry. But the girlfriend was really she's always been nice. So she, you know, she was apologizing. But I was like, look, I was like, they gave me an option last night that if I wanted to take you guys down, I could have, but I didn't. I was like, Lauren went down to the police station today, told him we're not gonna press charges. Like we got our stuff back. That's all that matters. I said the only. And I told him I was like, you would be mad too if something that expensive got delivered to you and you went to your neighbor's house and they just wouldn't answer the door yeah. and you knew they were there because you heard them. He's like, yeah, no, I feel you, I feel you, man. I was like, I was like, well, there you go. I was like, I was like, next time, just open the door. I was like, just open the door, and I wouldn't have been mad at you. I was like, even if you would have like did something stupid, like went and sold it, I'd have been like, give me half the money, and I'll just do a claim on it. You know? I was like, it's the point that you hid in your damn house the whole time and didn't fess up to what you did. So I'm pretty sure we're good, though. Yeah. But I mean, he's like, so like, yeah, man, they fucking tore my car. Why did they tore my car? I was like, probably because of the fictitious plates. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, man, they weren't that far over. I'm like, well, should have answered the door, man. <laughs> Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> but I mean, they're, you know, they're like, it's a trouble house. Like, they're always over there arguing, getting, getting the cops called. Turns out that she wasn't even supposed to be at that house because he had a personal protection order on her. But they're like a traditional toxic relationship where they get drunk and they fight and yeah. one of them ends up getting stabbed in the face with a with a nail file. Jeez. <laughs> or whatever happens, you know. It's And I let them go. I hear them all the time. I just let it go. Like, I told them, I was like, I, was like, I will never call the cops to you guys because if you keep letting her back, then that's your fault for being stupid. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what kind of good pussy she's sitting on, but it must be good enough to risk your life on it. So that was my crazy Wednesday. Jeez. The rest of the week was pretty chill. Uh, so, uh, inauguration day? Yep, inauguration day inauguration tomorrow. Inauguration day. Uh, what? What's your prediction here? You think we're going to see anything gonna- crazy happening? There's going to be pro. I, I really think what happened was here. Here's what I think their plan is. 
I think their plan was to talk about having protests all around the country to thin out the National Guard so they could actually pull something. But I don't that? think that's I don't think it's gonna happen now. I don't think they predicted that they would lock down the Capitol as much as they did. I mean oh, they I, I think- fully locked down. I, I I knew they were gonna lock down the Capitol as tightly as they did. Yeah, but I mean it's I don't I really like there's gonna be a bunch of pop and circumstance. I, I'm more interested in seeing what happens at Andrews Air Force Base when Trump leaves. I think that's gonna be He's leaving first thing in the morning. Yeah, I think something I, I'm waiting for him to say something to like to like as a code word. Like even in his speech today, like a couple things seemed off to me the way he talked about things. It, it sounded like somebody else wrote a speech. You know, oh, yeah. mo- most politicians, when they're giving big speeches like that, they do have speech writers. Trump didn't. You could tell by the way he talks. Uh, but it sounded like somebody else wrote that speech for him. Uh, oh, yeah, there was too many facts and figures in there for him to memorize. Well... Well, his version of the truth to memorize. I mean, obviously, you could tell he he threw in some things here and there, like calling it the China virus. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Everything was going great until the China virus. I'm like, you motherfucker, you can't just say COVID. Like, you have to say China virus. He he just had to sneak one more in. He did. And then he was talking about how the the next administration will need luck. And that's the key word, luck. Yeah. I'm like... Are you trying to be subtle, but, like, not? Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you saying that's the key word? Like, why did you go over luck again? Like, is that some sort of signal? Like, Well, it's because he thinks he's, he's above them. You know, he was talking about how great his his presidency was and how, how they've accomplished everything they wanted to and more. Uh, except he still hasn't accomplished what he wanted to accomplish, which is... Locking up Hillary. And, I mean, we're less than 24 hours away from the end of his presidency, and Hillary is still not locked up. (laughs) She's actually doing well. She has Bridge Club on Thursday. (laughs) She's going to be at the inauguration. Uh, All all the former presidents will be there with the exception of Trump. No, uh, uh, let's face it. Jimmy Carter's not going to be there. I thought Carter was going to be there. No, I only, the only people I saw was the Obamas, the Trumps, and the Bushes. Those are the only three I saw. Oh, okay. I thought Carter was going to be there. Wait, Wait, did he die? Wait. Carter's, no, still, Carter's alive. still alive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's in a wheelchair now. He's like yeah, he's old. years old, man. Yeah, he's he's an old man. Uh, yeah, I thought I, I read that he was going to be there. You may have read a different story than I did. Um, Jimmy Carter, he's 96. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. He's an old man. That's for sure. Still out there building houses, though. That's what I was going to say, all that house building. Yeah. So how much people live so long? <laughs> uh, did you hear about this woman in Pennsylvania? This, this woman in, in, uh, Harrisburg, I believe it was. So, uh... There was a woman accused of entering the U.S. Capitol illegally during the the riots on January 6th. Uh, She will likely be charged with stealing a computer from the office of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. 
Oh, really? Yeah. She's the one who um, took it. U.S. Magistrate Judge Martin Carlson in Harrisburg said he will consider bail and that he plans to conduct a preliminary hearing on Thursday in the case of Riley June Williams. Uh, Williams is charged with trespassing as well as violent entry of the Capitol and disorderly conduct, uh, both misdemeanors and being held in the county jail in Harrisburg. She spoke only briefly during the half-hour proceeding and was represented by a public defender. So she's pretty much fucked, though. Yeah, um, especially because she can't afford a lawyer. Public yeah. defender ain't going to care. Yeah, they, really, they don't. Um, but they're saying that she tried to sell the laptop to Russia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did they get the laptop, or did they? Uh, hold on. The, the FBI said a witness who claims to be an ex of Williams said friends showed that person a video of Williams taking a laptop computer or hard drive from Pelosi's office during the breach of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, the tipster alleged that Williams intended to send the device to a friend in Russia who planned to sell it to that country's foreign intelligence service. But that plan fell through, and she either has the device or destroyed it uh, investiga- investigators said in court records. Hmm. Yeah. I saw... So, I fucking saw imagine video. that, though, right? Like, Russia, of course. It always has to be Russia. These people love yeah. Russia. I saw a video yesterday of these guys, they broke it, when they broke in, and they were going through everyone's desks, like, in the in the chambers there, and they went over to Ted Cruz, and they're like, he's, he's gonna oppose... He's gonna oppose that. He's, he's a fucking traitor. He's a traitor. He's he, the guy goes. Wait a minute. No, he's doing what we want him to do. He's like he is. He's like yeah. Protest like saying voting against the vote is what he what we want him to do. Put that stuff back. Leave him alone. And like they have the people in there didn't even know what the fuck they were doing. Like they were all idiots. And now they're sitting there. They're thinking of bringing charges to, to a few senators. That were actually giving those people tours of how to get in and where to go. Oh yeah. Like this thing is like really yeah, blown that, up. Uh, Even Mitch McConnell who was that, that that Lauren Bobert was giving tours to those people. Yeah, like are you fucking serious, dude? Like you can't that's treason. Like yeah. you got technically I don't know if they can do it anymore. You can put them to death for that. Treason is a high crime, I man. You can't do that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's gonna she's probably gonna face impeachment. At some point. Yeah, I, I think the Republican Party, they should kick out all the dudes that went with, with Trump, all the people that, that voted against, like like Ted Cruz, that one handsome dude that was fist bumping. All those people. They, they should kick them out of the party. Yeah. I, I agree. That's the only way they save face after this. Well, Mitch McConnell came out finally and... and basically said that Trump has been feeding everyone lies and you know it's like where where were you the last four years? The thing that confuses me is that they all seem like they're intelligent people. Like how do you fall for that shit? You know what I mean? Like I don't understand like how you how you're that dumb and gullible and fall for that shit when you're like intelligent people. Because whether they agree with the guy or not, he's supposed to be representing their party as the president, so they feel like they have to go along with what he's saying. But the thing is, if you want to be respected, if the guy who's 
representing your party as president is fucking up, you got to call them on it. Or you're going to lose overall respect from the entirety of your party. That's why you have so many Republicans, well-respected Republicans, who came out you know, against Trump to save face for their party, but then you have people like Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Matt Gaetz, uh, people that are still swinging from Trump's nuts at a time when we need them to come out and say, hey, this guy fucked up. We're sorry we supported him. It was a bad idea. You know, we're going to move on from this with pride and grace. But they I aren't put- doing that. Even with what McConnell said, he's not, you know, putting any faith back into his party. He also sent a speech today that if they don't drop the, uh, if they don't drop the uh, impeachment, the second impeachment trial, that he's going to make things difficult for him moving forward. Who? McConnell. Mr. McConnell and the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing they can do as far as impeachment goes at this point. No, they're outnumbered now. It's, now, it now well, now it's at it, it's at a point where it's got to go to actual criminal charges. Yeah, well, we're they, beyond they impeachment. The impeachment. Right well, they did the impeachment. They voted. And the reason why is because if they convict them, then it'll be criminal, and it'll also he won't be able to hold an office ever again. Well, yeah, that's that's what they're it's trying to do. Yeah. It's a preventative measure to make sure he never comes becomes president. Because if he becomes president again, then we're, we're fucked. I mean, I highly doubt he'd ever be able to again. After four years of Biden getting shit back together, I think people who voted for him would be like, you know what, maybe he was fucking that bad, you know? Yeah. Just like when you get out of a toxic relationship and like, and during the whole thing, you're like, she wasn't that bad, she wasn't that bad. And then a couple months later, you're like, holy fuck, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, once the mystique wears off. But it's going to be an interesting few months. It's going to be an interesting, interesting winter and spring. How about this, uh, this my pillow guy, though? Yeah, like, has this guy lost his that- shit or what? How is that guy the only guy that's been able to see Trump? Like, I saw that on, on CNLS site. Like, the only person he's been talking to is this guy, the MyPillow guy. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? This Mike Lindell. Uh, well, he's is been he friends with, he's been friends with Trump for, for years, man. They've been good friends for a long time. But uh, he wants Trump to declare martial law to... You know, prevent the inauguration from taking place, which he can't do. Yeah, it would just be. Yeah, because he's done. There's nothing he can do. There's n- he has pretty much exhausted every possible avenue to steal this election from Biden. Yeah. Uh, he tried to do it legally. He tried to do it illegally. He tried to do it forcefully, and they've all failed. There's nothing he can do at this point. He knows. He has to walk away with his tail between his legs. Yeah, I had a chance to look up his pardons that he should have issued today. Uh, he's he's supposed to be pardoning Little Wayne today. What did Little Wayne do? Uh, weapons charge. He's facing uh, possible ten years in prison. 
Wow. Yeah, and uh, that'd be so fucking crazy. Little what fucking what country do you live in? Little Wayne gets a presidential pardon. Uh, yeah, nothing has changed on that in the past six hours. Uh, Joe Exotic is supposed to be waiting for a pardon as well. Yeah, I say free Joe. Nah, man, he tried to kill somebody. He no, he was having a conversation with the guy. He wasn't serious. Yeah, he was trying to kill somebody. Come on. <laughs> she killed her husband. And, that, that bitch, Carol Baskin. And uh, what's Rudy Giuliani doing hanging out at the White House? Is he looking for a pardon? I I don't know if he can be pardoned. Probably not because he, uh, I mean, he hasn't been uh, indicted for his crimes yet. I think they're waiting until after Trump's gone to... Yeah, you know, to bring the charges up on Giuliani so that he can't be pardoned by Trump. I was waiting for Trump to pardon all people that were uh, that were charged with insurrection at the Capitol. That's they're they're trying. Trump. They were trying. They were all pleading for pardons, but no, sorry, no, nope, you're not stupid. happening. Yep. How do you drink the fucking Kool Aid and like? What did you think was going to happen? They were going to let you run up in there and rubber through shit and nothing was going to happen? Yeah. Especially after two cops, two or three cops died from that. Yep. So and not a, this, this only one Trump's person America, was shot. man. This is what he wanted. Yep, we're great again. According to him, we are. That's what he said in his speech. He made it. He, he made America great again for everyone, for for Democrats and Republicans, is what he said. Yeah, Even though he spent his entire presidency, uh, you know, bashing liberals, and every problem in this country was liberals' fault. Liberal media and the libtards, and yeah, yeah, I know it was, that speech is such bullshit. Well, these riots are happening in liberal-run cities. This is the Democrats. Yeah, that's that's what he's been doing. He wasn't trying to make America great for anybody but himself and his rich friends. I wonder if he can charge for pardons, if that's a thing. No. No, he can't charge for pardons. Like, because I, I remember seeing... I saw someone on the other day where they were talking about that the lawyer, like, was meeting with someone that wanted a pardon, and he left the room to go to the bathroom, and one of his agents was like, yeah, he's going to want $2 million in cash from you. What? He's like offer offer two mil two million in cash. That's and illegal. Pardon. I know, but that's why he had the intern say it, not the actual lawyer, so he could say I didn't never told him to say that. I yeah. never said that. So yeah, so he got well, he's there, got, there he's got debts he's got to take care of. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he mentioned again killing the, the Iranian general. Oh really? That was fucking stupid. What do you say? Because now he said, "Oh, you know." I didn't watch the whole speech. He was talking about killing that Baghdadi guy and and oh, all the, and and uniting the Middle East and shit like that. He was like, and also the that general. I forget the guy's name. We, we eliminated him also, and I'm like, "You fucking idiot! You're facing charges for killing him. You said that lot, so you reiterated once again that you ordered that." Like, he really yeah. thinks, and he's not going to get in trouble for that. That's why I think tomorrow, that's why I, I'm waiting for them. It's right before like, they just come up and just cuff them right there. Yeah. Right before he gets on the helicopter. 
As nice as that would be, I doubt that'll happen. Oh, I'd lose my shit if that happened. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were talking about how he wanted this giant send-off. I want as many people as possible. And, like, CNN got a hold of the uh, invitation list. And it was people on there that's called him idiots and shit. Like, he invited this one guy that's been calling him an idiot since before he took office. Jeez. Like, he just, it was like basically a blanket invite for everyone. Jeez. This so, uh, we, we released uh, some new merch today. Some new merch oh, dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about it for so long. Uh, it's finally here. Uh, you could go on to our Teespring store. Uh, the link has been posted on the Planet Chaos Facebook page, so go over and check it out. Uh, the official cum towel is finally out. All right. Yeah, it's twenty one ninety nine. It is a giant fucking peach towel. <laughs> Does it say cum towel on it, though? It says official cum towel on it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. I'm surprised they let you put that on there. <laughs> hey, I do what I want, right? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting fired over. Get it now. It's a collector's item. We'll yeah. see it soon. Um, no way they'll let us get away with that too long. Yeah, the official cum towel is out. Uh, head on over to the Planet Chaos Facebook page. The link is up there. Uh, there's a picture there, too, so you can check it out before you click the link. Um... And then we also dropped a t-shirt today. Um, wait, there it is. Okay. It's uh, Chaos Beach. It's like a uh, vintage beach slash vacation souvenir style shirt. It's got like uh, palm trees. It's got but like an 80s uh, color tone to it. Uh, we've got three different types of shirts available for that. We got a, a woman's tee, uh, men's tee, and a tank top available for that. Uh, that's also on the Planet Chaos Facebook page. Uh, you can head over and check that out. And uh, we're going to be coming out with a lot more new merch here in the coming weeks. Uh, including, Come to us for all your cum accessories. Yeah, including an Ed Giggity shirt. Yeah, well, I, there might be more than just a shirt for Ed Giggity. <laughs> Scan my face, my face on cum towel. I'll quit. I'll quit right now. We were going to put your face on the cum towel. We decided <laughs> not to. Good, Wait, I and then I was going to use the, the Browns logo, but they don't have a logo. So... Yeah. I'll do my best Ahigao face. <laughs> so yeah, we have some new merch. It's exciting. I'm going to be... Uh, I've been brainstorming some merch ideas. So I, I, I want to put out like... Uh, so we have one... We have a... One of our things has a onesie. Can't remember which one it was. Um, but I'm thinking about doing Bigfoot. some onesies. 
Like for babies? Yeah. I forget which uh, design had a onesie. It might have been the Brandon Chaos one. I think that might have had a onesie. I'm on the Encourage right your family to name their child Brandon so they can have their own personalized yeah, there Brandon you go. Chaos onesie. <laughs> yeah, we already sold one cum towel, too. Really? Yeah, we sold a cum towel. Yeah. I expect my delivery not to be stolen. <laughs> I can't find it. It's not coming up, but yeah, we have a onesie for one of the designs. <laughs> I might go on there and get the t shirt. I think I like the brain the the Chaos Beach t shirt, that sounds cool. Yeah, the, it's actually it's a cool design. I like it. And like I do all the graphic design stuff myself. I'm kind of a a one-man show when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm very particular when it comes to graphic design work. Like I, I have to have it look a certain way. Like the, the way it looks in my head, I want that to be what it looks like. And I, I can't... I've, I've never really been able to communicate my vision to another graphic designer, so I just do it myself. You want something done right? You gotta do it yourself. Exactly. Can't trust these motherfuckers. Can't trust these hoes. So, did you see uh, that Siegfried died? Oh, wow. The tiger guy? Yeah. Yeah, Siegfried no, that's crazy. from Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried Fischbacher. Uh, he was one half of the duo Siegfried and Roy. Roy Roy Horn uh, just passed away last year. Uh, May 8th, died from COVID. Uh, but Siegfried came out... Uh, it was like last week or the week before and said that he had pancreatic cancer and it was terminal and then... Just a few days ago, he died. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, Roy was the one that got bit by the tiger. Uh, that was like almost twenty years ago. Oh uh, yeah, he got messed up really bad on that. He had like uh, some permanent damage and shit. What was didn't it? like? Didn't they say like it severed his spine and shit? Like he yeah. bit like through. His yeah. Yeah, he he had a stroke either before or after the uh, tiger dragged him off stage. That's but fucking great. Yeah, he, I he never made that. sure that they, they saved the up. tiger. He didn't want the tiger to to be harmed. Well, no, it's an animal reacting. You don't really, you know. Yeah. Animals are gonna do what animals do. Like I love my cat, but that motherfucker bites me like crazy with malicious intent sometimes. Yeah. That's what fucking animals do. They attack. They bite. Uh, they they retired in April of 2010. Um, and then uh, unfortunately in 2014, Montecor the tiger died after a brief illness. He was only 17. Uh, in 2016, director Philip Stozel announced that Fishbacher and Horn would produce a biopic film documenting their lives. 
I don't know if that ever happened or not. Hmm. Or maybe it's still coming. I don't know. But yeah, Siegfried and Roy are both gone. Uh, Siegfried was 81. And Roy was 75. I mean, they were like vintage Vegas guys too. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom Jones and Wayne Newton are the only ones that survived. Yep. Were these guys lovers, do you know? I was wondering, like, I always, I don't know if they were partner partners. Because they always said they were partners, but I didn't know if it was, like, a business, like, like performing partners, or, like, lovers partners. Oh, wait, here we go. During a period of their careers, Fishbacher and Horn were romantically involved, though they avoided discussion of their private lives. Well, it doesn't say romantically involved with each other, though. I guess it implies no. that they were romantically yeah. involved with each other. So, yeah. well, it wasn't that cool to be gay. It was only been recently that gay people were okay. Was people okay with people being gay now? So, yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, a few celebrity deaths uh, this week, though. Yeah, uh, Tommy Lasorda, yeah, the uh, legendary baseball player and manager. Uh, I mean, the name Tommy Lasorda is almost synonymous with baseball. Oh you yeah, can't talk about like you can't talk about baseball without bringing up Tommy Lasorda, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, uh, Mickey Mantle, uh, Hank Aaron. You know, those Omar are Vizier. those are like the biggest names in baseball. Uh yeah. Legends. Yeah. Uh as a manager he was with the LA Dodgers from seventy six to ninety six. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Uh he did he, he he retired uh in nineteen ninety six, but he came out of retirement to manage the US national team at the two thousand Summer Olympics in Sydney. He led the Americans to the gold medal, beating favored Cuba. Cuba. They beat Cuba. Look at that. Uh, he coached the 2001 All-Star Game as a third base coach. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, he was a legend. Like, there's, there's, there's great baseball players, and there's a legend. He's a legend. Oh, yeah. And mostly... Because of how much he'd get on umpires and shit. Holy cow. When oh, he went yeah. off on umpire, he went off on umpire. Yeah. He was definitely known for that. <laughs> uh, he's the godfather to uh, Thomas Piazza, the younger brother of Hall of Fame catcher Mike Piazza. You mean son? No. He's the godfather of Thomas Piazza, the younger brother of catcher Mike Piazza. Wow, that don't make sense. Well, they're, okay. they're all from the same hometown, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Oh, Thomas okay. Thomas was named after Lasorda. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yep. He's also the godfather to Alex Avila, a catcher with the Minnesota Twins. Alex's wow. grandfather, Ralph Avila, is a former scout with the Dodgers and friend to Lasorda for over 50 years. 
And Alex's I'm middle gonna, name is Thomas. After I'm gonna Lasorda. name. I'm naming EJ. EJ's Godfather Thomas Lasorda now. So that way he can give him that. You kind of have to. It's, you gotta do it, man. <laughs> can a dead guy be a Godfather though? Why not? So. I don't think so. No. All right. I don't know. So, I don't know that rule. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. So we got to do this. Um, so in the Packers versus the Rams, you called the Packers. You got it right. I called the Rams. I did. Uh, Ravens, Bills. You called Ravens. I called Bills. So I got it and you didn't. Um, yeah, that, that game was really surprising to me. Like, I really thought, like, that Lamar Jackson were all over him. But they kept uh, him pretty much a check and he got hurt at the end. Yeah. Just dance again or something. He, he, he left the game because he had to poop again, I guess. So. Yeah, it's just pants. Yeah. This time he didn't come back. Saints, he didn't have the dry cleaner. Saints and Bucks, uh, we both called Saints. They lost. You know what? I, I, should, I should know better than bet against Tommy Terrific. Nah. I should know better than bet against a goat. Uh, Browns and Chiefs. You called Browns, I called Chiefs. So I got Almost, two out of four, man. you got one out of four. Almost, man. I tell you what, the fucking Browns played their heart out. I have, like, I thought for sure that if if I like would watch a Browns like a Browns playoff game and they lost, I would be angry. You know how people react, get angry, but I was not angry at all. They played their hearts out this year. They played their hearts out that game. You can't, you just can't complain. I mean, it's, and who knew that the Chad Henney was still playing football? And who knew Chad Henney run a four two forty? Apparently, jeez. Who fucking knew? Well, I mean, he has been resting his legs for years. Yeah. So I guess he's as good as he once was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bucks Packers, who you got? In Lambeau. God damn it, Tommy. Um, I'm gonna go Packers. I really, I really think Tom win. I, but I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna. They're gonna be too hard to stop at home. Yeah, I'm going with Packers. Brady. Brady might Brady might have been a good cold weather quarterback, but his time in Tampa has thinned his blood out. He's been down there the whole time, and believe me, I know when you go down to Florida for a while and you come back to cold weather, it is twice as cold as it feels. Oh, dude, I was in Florida for a month. I had to come back for something. Uh, it was more like a month and a half. Um, I I came back and uh, I couldn't get warm the whole time I was here. I, I'd left. It was like the last week of September, so it was kind of chilly out, but it wasn't really cold yet. 
uh, you know, it was rainy, little chilly. I came back and it was snowing and freezing rain. Uh, it was like the end of the first week of November and I couldn't get warm the whole time I was here. Yeah, I remember when uh, EJ was born. I lived in the floor for a few, for about almost a year, and EJ was born. And we brought him up a few months after he was born in October. And Lauren and I, I mean, we, we had coats on. I mean, it was like, and everyone was walking around like freaking hoodies and shorts. And we're like, it's fucking freezing. And even Lauren's yeah. like, I've never been this cold in October before. Yeah. So you get, you know, you get used to that warmer climate. I don't think people are supposed to be in the winter. I, I don't think so either. Uh. All right, so, uh, Bills Chiefs, who you got? Right now, it looks like from the last thing I saw that Holmes is still out with his neck. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bills because I'm also fuck Chad Henne, and, <laughs> and yeah, I think I think the Bills are gonna win that one. I don't think I don't you, think, you, you don't think the Chiefs uh, are a good team. You don't think Chad Henne's gonna be the new uh, Nick Foles? No. I don't think he will. <laughs> I think he had a good game. He, he he came in at the end, adrenaline. We got to win it. But after a week of preparation, I don't. Plus, they're in Kansas City, right? Or the, Yeah, they're in Kansas yeah. City. And that's going to be cold as balls. Yeah. So that means you got to have a better running game. And I think, I think that, uh, well, you know what? No, I'm still gonna go with the Bills. I'm still gonna go with the Bills because they 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 ran they run that jet sweep. Yeah. When they run that jet sweep with that fucking fast ass guy, man, it's hard to catch up. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Bills. I no one circles wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> That's what the Swami used to say. So I'm going with the Bills. Uh, so we talked about Tommy Lasorda a little bit before the break. Uh, yes. Don Sutton died as well. He was a Hall of Fame pitcher with the Dodgers. His time with the Dodgers started from uh, Sandy Koufax and ended with Fernando Valenzuela. That is a wow, lengthy career. Yes, it is. Four-time All-Star. He had a career, career record of 324 and 256. And an ERA of 3.26 while pitching. And not bad. He, he was uh, not just with the Dodgers, but also played with the Houston Astros, Milwaukee Brewers, Oakland Athletics, California Angels, and then he came back to the Dodgers for, in 1988 for his final season. Uh, considered one of the most durable guys in MLB history. He never missed a turn in his rotation of 756 big league starts. Only Cy Young and Nolan Ryan made more starts than Sutton. He never landed on the injured list in his 23-year career. That's crazy. Yeah, he was a master of changing speeds and pitch location. Sutton recorded just one 20-win season but earned 10 or more wins in every season except 1983 and 1988. Of his victories, 58 were shutouts, 5 were one-hitters, and 10 were two-hitters. That's crazy. He is 7th on the career strikeout list with 3,574. He ranks 3rd in all-time all in games started and 7th in innings pitched. If 
5,282.1 in- innings. Whew, that's a lot of pitches. Yeah. Yep. A legend of baseball, Don Sutton. He's out of here. Yep. <laughs> so did you watch uh, any games over the weekend? Yeah, I watched all of them. Yeah? I mean, the Browns one I was more attentive to, but, I mean, the rest of them I had on my phone when I was playing Xbox, yeah. Yeah, I I was busy, so I only really tuned in for, like, the last two, three minutes of the Browns game. <laughs> uh, like, the first thing I tuned in for was Henny running. I'm like, wait a second, is that Chad Henny? Yeah, I know, I got to text, so you were like, what's that Chad Henny doing out there? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't fucking stand it. I thought, I thought you were just doing that to be a dick. Because you were quiet the whole game until that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea Chad Henney was still playing. Me neither. I mean, it was funny because me and my friend, like, like around the second quarter, because we were in the Xbox Live party together, I was like, I was like, who is even their backup when you come up with his with that toe? Yeah. And he's like, I don't fucking know. He's like, I have to look it up. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to worry about it. He's not going to go out. But we found out who it was. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens cut RG3. Did you see that? Oh, of course they did. <laughs> He's done. He needs to retire. Yeah. Yeah, they just, like, like RG, like, maybe you were there to mentor someone. Like, you, you were good, but ever since you got hurt and they kept getting hurt, you're just done. Yeah. I'm really surprised that football season ran like no games really canceled. A couple of them removed, you know, without yeah. the, I think without the bubble, a lot of different, I think the playoffs would look a lot different without the bubble. Like if they had the bubble, I think a few teams would have been in there and a few teams would not have been in there. Yeah. I think the, the bubble, if they've done a bubble would have, uh, I think it would have changed a lot of things. Yeah. Now, did the NBA decide to do a bubble this year, no. or did they decide not to? Because no I didn't see where a lot of them they canceled a few games. Yeah. And people are still getting it. I'm like, well, no, just do bubbles. Like, you're a professional athlete. Like, your job is to stay healthy. Like, why can't you just fucking do that? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You don't know what these guys are doing. You know, outside in their private time. You know. But that's the thing, like, you should be like, look, this is fucking season time. You go home, that's it, nothing. Or you travel with the team, like, I don't understand how they get in so much trouble. Yeah. Like, football, you have all week to dick around. But, like, basketball, you only have, like, a day sometimes. Sometimes you do back-to-back games. Yeah, well, you know what, though, like, some of these guys, they, they don't care. A fine example of that is uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Uh, who was just... This week, uh, he was uh, suspended from the league again. Again? Yeah. That mother... <sighs> Waste of fucking time. Like, he, it's hard to feel bad for guys like that. It really is. It's sometimes like, all oh, problems. But he he wasn't making league minimum. He was making a million to two dollars. And if he lived around Cleveland, you could live a year comfortably. With a million dollars around Cleveland. 
It depends yeah. where you're at. But, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, if you go to Chagrin or something like that, or, like, one of the little neighboring towns, the cost of living uh, in Northeast Ohio is not high at all. It depends on where you're at, though. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? Curb your fucking spending. Get an okay house. Like, get an apartment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. How do you think 90% of that city gets by making less than a million a year? You know? Yep. Like, I don't understand it. Like, you're giving all this money. No, you don't. Be a fucking adult. I think what they should do is they should, every team should have former players, or even, like, the veteran players. When they get a rookie, the rookie has to live with that veteran player so the veteran player can, like, teach him how to be a fucking man. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? like babysitting, man. These are grown-ass adults. They they should be able to think for themselves. These guys are entering the league at you know, 22, yeah, I don't think they do old. though. They should know how to function. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? But you think about this. Like you're like LeBron James. He was a high school kid that went straight to the pros. Yeah, you know? look at him. He never had. I know he's an exception. But like you look at other people, like like someone that's super good that been good for high school. He's been having he had shit to him since high school. Even in college, because he was so good at football, he got a whole bunch of extra help and mentoring. He never had to go out and work. He didn't have to work at McDonald's. He didn't have, you know, he didn't have to eat ramen noodles for a week because he didn't have money for real food. You know, he's never known the struggle. And as soon as they go out of college, they go into pros and they're millionaires. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I gotta buy my friend this, buy my friend, you know, and then they get, then they buy shit for the click, and, and then by the end of time, they got no money. Then they're broke. The thing is, Josh Gordon has been given so many opportunities. I know, you fucking put the weed down. Like, yeah, the, he obviously cares more about weed than millions of dollars. Like, I'm not even going to sit here and say, like, I don't like weed. I love I If it was legal, I would smoke weed all the time. I would. I'd smoke weed all the fucking time because it's fucking awesome. Weed is awesome. I get that. But I don't do it because I know it's illegal. He shouldn't do it because he knows he'll lose his job. Yeah. If I'm an NFL player, I wouldn't do shit until, like, because you really only last, what, like, five, six years? The good one's 10, great one's 12 to 15. Yeah. But if you just stick to your guns and best well become well loved, you make more money after football on your good guy image, and you, you know what I mean, than your skills. You know, like, like, good example is Josh Cribbs. Like, he wasn't the best football player, but that dude is squeaky clean. Yeah. I mean, I don't recall any scandals with him. And he, I think what he said, he he now works at a used car, he has his own car dealership or something like that. No, he doesn't own his own car dealership, he sells used cars. But he works at there, but he's probably making good money being a clean, upstanding guy. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't understand. Like, you're well, given all this opportunity, I mean, you waste it. He, he could have, you know, Josh Gordon could have done what Ricky Williams did. Play for a few uh, years and then, uh, you know, retire so he could smoke weed. <laughs> Josh Gordon was good. He was almost to the point where he was dominant. Ricky Williams was good, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, he's not in Ricky Williams' league, I don't think. He never got to that point. Ricky Williams was a dominant running back. Yeah. He's a strange dude, though. Like, did you see him on Celebrity Big Brother? He yeah. was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, he was like a really strange dude. Uh, like, I think that goes back to the point where, like, they need someone to, like, 
mentor them. Like they need a mentor. I think I think every team should employ mentors. Yeah. And be like, look, you live in the food. This your fucking adult at that point, though. That's you should, but they don't. No, you've got to learn it though. You know, there's the a lot I of these it. guys. You know, you you take, you know, and don't I don't want people to take this the wrong way, but you take some of these guys. All these guys come from the ghetto, you know. Guys like Antonio Brown. Uh, uh, who else? Josh Gordon, I guess. Uh, and they get millions of dollars and they continue to act like they're in the hood. You know, another great yeah. example is that uh, Takashi 6 9 Oh, yeah. You know... Like you're you're a millionaire now. You're putting out hit records. Why throw that all away to to do this gangster shit? Gang shit, gang gang, gang gang shit. That's why I, I don't want it. That's, I think NFL teams and press sports teams. I consider that when they sign these kids to contract, it's an investment. Yeah. And if they're not covering their investment by hiring a mentor. For that person, then that's their own fault for throwing money away. Ah, they don't need. They don't need to hire a, a mentor. It's just more money that the teams would be throwing away. But you know what? Would you rather? I mean, how much could a mentor be? I mean, like what, a hundred thousand a year, two hundred thousand. You're gonna have. You're gonna have Bernie Kosar of all people mentor Johnny Manziel. Yeah, sure. Have this alcoholic mentor this alcoholic. Come on. <laughs> No, I think they should hire an independent. Like they should have, like they should have a team of mentors. Like, dude, you're my, I'm your fucking shadow. I'm keeping your ass out of trouble while you're here. Like, that should be like a rookie contract thing. I think they should put that in the bargaining agreement, to where if you're a rookie, the the length of your first contract, three years, one year, two year, whatever, you're assigned a mentor for those three years. He's your fucking shadow. Yeah. He's the one uh, that gets I'll you keeps that. you out of trouble. Because I think they the should. rest of us don't have that. Well, you know, we're, when, not, we're not million-dollar athletes. When I first got into radio, I, you know, I had a, a program director who would yell at me. He wasn't like a mentor. He was a dick. Uh, so no, you, you live and you learn. You can't be babysat when you're a fucking adult. You know, when, you know, it, watch the movie Major League. You know, you had uh, uh, Corbin Burnson and Tom Berenger's characters were like the old-timers on the team. You know, and they were kind of in charge of making sure the young dudes didn't get in trouble. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you've got veterans on, on your team already. Like Ben Roethlisberger's been in the league, what, 16 years now? 17 years? 16 years, yeah. Uh, you know, he... He can only do so much to make sure that Antonio Brown stays out of trouble. Antonio Brown couldn't stay out of trouble, so off he went. Went to the Patriots, and you know now he's with the Bucks because he couldn't learn not to, you know, continue on with that bad behavior. And what happened to him? Now he lives. He he literally lives with Tom Brady. Yeah, he lives at with house. Tom Brady. That and so that he Tom can Brady stay out of trouble. <laughs> exactly. I think they need more of that. Yeah. Some some people are just fucking trouble bound unless you have someone guide them. And some people can't be guided. 
like Johnny Manziel. Speaking of Johnny Manziel, though, did you see uh, he was caught celebrating the Browns' loss? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was called out by fans for trolling Browns after their loss. <laughs> you know what? I don't blame him. <laughs> Cleveland, we treated him like shit, and we had no reason to. Fucking Jackson really fumbled on that one because fucking so what if he's a fucking alcoholic in the offs? Who cares? Let the kid party. He was performing on the field. He wasn't really yeah. doing bad on the field. And then fucking, we want a professional brother up. You know what? Did no. he get a DUI though? I don't recall if he got a DUI. I don't think so. Think Not got, when he was with the Browns. I think he got a DUI. Yeah, he... he like, right after the game ended, he posted a, a GIF on Twitter. It's uh, Stephen A. Smith sipping a drink with that look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Johnny Manziel could have been the guy for Cleveland, man. He could have. He was that. Colt McCoy could have been the guy for Cleveland. Nah, Colt was too. He liked to hold the ball too long. Colt McCoy, he would hold the ball too long. He had a lot of long way to go. We've um, had some really shitty coaching staffs in Cleveland. Some I'm of, happy the, some of these more. responses, though, to, to Johnny Manziel's tweet, as you might expect, uh, fans pounced on Manziel for celebrating his former team's loss. Uh, Manziel hasn't worked this hard on a Sunday in his life. <laughs> Johnny Manziel <laughs> still trying to ride that wave from 2012, bum-ass. Uh, Johnny Manziel embarrassing himself on Twitter this evening, I see. Just when you thought the night couldn't get more weird, Johnny Manziel starts tweeting. <laughs> uh, Johnny Manziel trying to talk shit on the Browns is peak 2020, and it's 2021. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm petty, is what Johnny Menzel responded with. <laughs> I understand. I'd be petty too if I was him. There was nothing wrong with Johnny Menzel. He was he was just fucking. He was um, a party kid. Someone said, "I don't think I'd ever. I don't think I'd ever live. I'd ever live to see Johnny Menzel trolling the Browns lose a close playoff game when Buddy couldn't even remember the plays." Laughable content right here, my guy. Johnny Manziel responded with, bet we go back to 2014, your tweets would be all over my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Johnny Manziel said, people can't take L's in 2021. Grow up, shit happens. (laughs) Uh, Charles James II responded with, talk your shit, King. Manziel responded with, if you can dish... It out, you sure as hell better be ready to get it back. Uh, can't hear you. There's too much money in my ear. Oh <laughs> uh, man, Johnny Manziel is a fucking savage, dude. He is. I I totally understand. His what was that? Uh, he he went into a bar in Vegas in disguise. Remember that? Yeah. Uh. Oh, what did he say his name was? I can't remember. Oh, I forget. He, he wore a wig and a fake mustache. <laughs> I remember, I kept telling Lauren, to, uh, no, I'm not that you call me this from here on out. I remember, God, I forget what it was. It was Billy something. Billy, it was just <laughs> Billy, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, he should never had to hide that. You know, it's he's a fucking kid going out partying. Let him go. You know, I don't know. They, it was, that was Jackson just being fucking trying to trying to make everybody stern and professional. No, you can't do that. The kid has talent. Let him fucking play. Yeah. Let him do his thing. Well, Let him get it out of the system. Banned from two leagues now. He he was kicked out of the CFL. Well, I didn't know that. What do you do to get banned on the CFL? They wouldn't disclose details on that. Um, <laughs> and then he went to the. How Arena horrible you have to be to have Canadians kick you out? <laughs> um, then he went to the Arena Football League, and they folded. I'm surprised he didn't play in the XFL. What's What's funny though, like the whole Vegas thing. Uh, Johnny Manziel said he didn't get back to his room until like 3 or 4 in the morning. He was supposed to be in Cleveland this entire week, by the way. Uh, so when he got back to his hotel, it was like 7 in the morning, East Coast time. And he needed to be at the facility at 8, which he knew he couldn't make, so he just turned his phone off and figured it out once he woke up. <laughs> I can't say that because I did that shit. I've done that shit plenty of times in my life. Yeah. So, but it was basically Hugh Jackson who wanted Manziel gone. Uh, mm-hmm. The team claimed that they still had faith in Manziel, that he could have a future with the team. But uh, Hugh Jackson said that if he became head coach, Manziel wouldn't be a part of the future. Of course, we all know, though, Hugh Jackson, re- like, he really wanted Kaepernick there, but the team wouldn't let him t- take Kaepernick. That was his dream, was to come to Cleveland with Kaepernick, go to the Super Bowl, and win. Yep. Didn't work out, though. Nope. 1-15 and 0-16. And oh and Kaepernick was not the missing piece of our puzzle. Kaepernick isn't the missing piece of any puzzle. You don't think Kaepernick could be a, a starter in the league right now? He'd be a backup at best. Oh, I bet he could be a starter. Who needs who needs a quarterback right now? Jacksonville? Uh, Eagles? Chicago? Uh, Philly? Cold weather, he wouldn't go there. Uh, See, the thing is, Captain, he's fucking picky, too. Cleveland? Oh, bullshit, we need a call. Shut up, uh, we need a quarterback. Steelers? Houston? Steelers? Oh, we, got, we got three quarterbacks, we're good. Um, no, Ben's retiring, you got no quarterbacks. Ben's not retiring. Uh huh. He's staying. He wants to stay a year now. Whether or not the team wants him to stay another year, we we don't know that yet. Maybe bring him to Cleveland. Yeah. He's the most winningest quarterback at Cleveland Stadium. Well, no, not Baker anymore. is now. Yeah. yeah, Baker is now. With those two, we're unstoppable. I think Baker's like one game ahead of him right now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but Ben, if the team cuts him, he's going to retire a Steeler. He's yeah. Got, he's got too much pride to go anywhere else. I don't think he'll go anywhere else. Unless he thinks he has something to prove. They, well, Heinz Ward did the same thing. Paul did the same thing. You know, the, the team cut him. They didn't want to go anywhere else. You know, Ward and Paul Mollu both had offers. I mean, they were still in their prime when they got cut. They still had some years left, but they didn't want to go anywhere else. 
the team wanted to bring in some fresh blood, so they did, and worked out for him. Yeah, for a while. Not really. Guys, I hate Heinz Ward so much. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since uh, Paul Molo has been gone. You know, I never really minded Paul Molo because he was like always like he always seemed like a super nice guy. Like, oh, he is. He's a hell of a guy. Like even when he hit people, like he like helped him up, and you know, yeah. I never, but oh, fucking Heinz Ward! Oh, I hate Heinz Ward so much. Yeah, he used to always do that fucking blindside block too. He was so sneaky yeah. with it. Uh, he's one of, one of the greatest to ever play the game, man. He's the reason why they have that MVP. severe rule. Fucking dirty. He's dirty. Yeah. Always oh, sitting there smiling. Oh, that fucking smile. You probably don't like James Harrison started. either. <laughs> no, I don't like Harrison either. He tried to pull a Kevin Durant. <laughs> He's like, oh, the Steelers want to cut me? All right. I'm going to New England. And I'm going to lose the Super Bowl there. <laughs> that was the year they lost to the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Yep. Then he retired again. Damn. So, something that, that I was thinking about, uh, after the inauguration, it's going to be kind of weird saying uh, Madam Vice President, isn't it? That's going to be a, a strange adjustment. Yeah. It, it might. Yeah, I mean, it'll take us a while to get used to it, but... Yeah. Vice President Kamala Harris. And President... Kamala. Kamala, whatever. Hey, if Biden can pronounce it like 10 different ways, so can I. I was watching, uh, I was watching a preview of her, uh, her special. And they were talking like about how her and her husband met. Yeah. And like uh, her husband... Like got set up on her like with like as a blind date for one of their friends, and he was like, "My friend said, hey, I know this girl. I think she's really funny, and I think you'd like her." And he was like, "Who?" I said, "Call her." She, he's like, "The Attorney General? Uh, like, There's no way I have a shot with her." Uh, <laughs> like, but no, they they said since the first date they've been inseparable. Yeah, it was really cute. Uh, and her husband will be second gentleman. Yes, second gentleman. Yeah, I remember when when uh, when Hillary was was running. You know, everyone was like, well, "What do we call Bill if she gets elected?" It's first gentleman. It's what is. It's the same if you have a female governor of a state. Her husband's first gentleman of the state. It's amazing yeah. how many people don't know this. Well, I mean, we've already had a first gentleman with Obama. Oh, <laughs> we'll see you, Joe. You, you've you've been hanging out with Flat Earth Joe too much. That's a callback for Joe. <laughs> I know he's saying that right now. Well, we already we already had one. Jeez. <laughs> um, I, I am going to be glad to see with the new administration. I'm going to be glad to see that conspiracy theories are going to start going down. Hopefully. Oh, probably not. I don't think so. Without summoning power going, I, yeah, maybe. It should go Q, down. QAnon's not going anywhere. QAnon's not going anywhere. They're still going to spit out their uh, their conspiracy theories. 
I really think once Biden starts whipping shit back together, and because he's not a fire and brimstone kind of politician, he's really a calm. He's like Barack. He's like really calm and very right to the point. Like, hey, you know, we're not going to do this, but you know, I'm not calling everyone in the world an asshole, but you're an asshole. <laughs> so Doug Emhoff, who will be the first second gentleman of the U.S., uh, will also be the first Jewish spouse of a U.S. vice president. He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is also a professor at Georgetown University of Law. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. You know that um, Jill Biden, uh, the first she, lady, she's going to continue teaching. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be the first employed. Yeah. Uh, first lady. Good for her. Yeah. Why? Why give up her career? You know, it's it's crazy. Like with with all the incompetence and the unqualified people that that Trump had in his cabinet. You know, now we have. You know, we went from Betsy DeVos as the education secretary to having an actual doctor who's also a teacher as the first lady. It's a step in the right direction. It sure is. And Biden isn't going to pressure any of his guys to do his own bidding and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, so we talked about last week, uh, John Schaefer, the guitarist for Iced Earth, was part of the uh, insurrection at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He has been arrested. <laughs> yeah. He has been arrested. Now he'll be playing the blues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, uh, he turned himself in on January 17th and is currently being held on six felony charges. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. These people are getting some hefty charges. Mm-hmm. They really are. Now um, they're sitting there wishing they would have just got shot. Yeah. Um, on January 6th, David Gunn, the lead singer of the rap metal band King 810, was photographed on the site at the Stormy of the United States Capitol. Uh, Gunn publicly responded on his Instagram confirming he attended but did not participate in any crimes. Uh, Gunn disclosed in his post that he was contacted by the FBI regarding his attendance, but there was no cause for charges. Well, good. Yeah, but he's still a piece of shit Trump supporter, though. That oh, yeah. said the election was stolen, so no, not good. <laughs> well, I mean, good that he didn't, you know, he didn't storm the Capitol. Good that he said, "Hey, like, nah, this people go crazy." Yeah, yeah, and uh, another uh, celebrity death over the last week. Uh, Phil Spector, the uh, famed mm. music producer and murderer, and murderer. Let me slide that in there. <laughs> well, he was uh, serving a sentence of 19 years to life uh, for the murder of actress Lana Clarkson in uh, 2003. Uh, but this man was uh, incredibly talented, produced some of the uh, greatest songs. Uh, 
You've lost that love and feeling by the Righteous Brothers. Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Uh, of course, he managed and produced his uh, ex-wife's band, the Ronettes. He was married to Ronnie Spector there for a while. Uh, but there was also a lot of controversy there as well. Uh, Veronica Bennett, who would be later known as Ronnie Spector, she was the lead singer of the girl group, the Ronettes, uh, she alleged in her 1990 memoir that Spector had imprisoned her in his California mansion and subjected her to years of psychological torment. Uh, according to Bennett, Spector sabotaged her career by forbidding her to perform, and she escaped from the mansion barefoot with the help of her mother in 1972. Why would you marry someone that hot and talented and just expect to keep them in a cage? Yeah. Like, I don't get that. Like, Obviously, he was an insecure dude. Well, Obviously. yeah, but that'd be horrible. Yeah. It's like guys that, like date hot girls, and then when they get together, they tell them that they're not allowed to dress like that anymore. Yeah. Like it's all insecurities. Yep. Like I tell Lauren wear lower cut shirts, show the girls off. <laughs> I'm insecure. I'm like, look show at these things. Off them titties. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm that. I've just never been an insecure guy. Like I'm. Like I'm insecure about a few things, like physically, but like relationship wise, people wise, I've I've never been like girlfriend like possessive or insecure. Yeah, I've never been like that. I'm like, yeah, you want to go somewhere that? Like she asked me today, they're going. Her and her couple of her friends are going to go to IKEA Sunday. She's like, can I go? I'm like, Lauren, you do not have to ask you for permission to go somewhere on your day off. I was like, how long have we been together? I'm like, just go. Jeez. You know, I was like, it's one last person telling me stop yelling at football. You know. <laughs> of course, this week I won't really care too much. I won't yell too much. But uh, in their 1974 divorce settlement. Ronnie forfeited all future record earnings because Phil threatened to have a hitman kill her. Wow. Yeah. She received $25,000, a used car, and a monthly alimony of $2,500 for five years. That's it? Yeah. Yep. She must have been fucking scared. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, of course... The uh, murder of Lana Clarkson. Uh, on the morning of February 3rd, 2003, American actress Lana Clarkson was found dead in the Pyrenees Castle in the Alhambra, California mansion of record producer Phil Spector. Uh, in the early hours of that morning, Clarkson had met Spector while working at the House of Blues in Los Angeles. After leaving Inspector's limousine, the two were driven to Spector's mansion and went inside while his driver waited in the car. About an hour later, the driver heard a gunshot before Spectre exited his house through the back door with a gun. He was quoted as saying, according to affidavits, I think I just shot her. Spectre later said Clarkson's death was an accidental suicide and that she kissed the gun. Spectre was tried for the murder of Clarkson in 2007. On September 26th of that year, a mistrial was declared due to a hung jury. With ten jurors, uh, ten jurors of twelve favoring conviction, he was tried again for second-degree murder, beginning on October twentieth, two thousand eight. On April thirteenth, two thousand nine, the jury found Specter guilty of murdering Clarkson. On May twenty-nine, two thousand nine, he was sentenced to nineteen years to life in state prison. Specter died in a prison hospital in twenty twenty-one. 
Died of COVID, by the way. That's horrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he's gone now. So uh, there was a 2013 film, uh, but produced by HBO called Phil Spector, that starred Al Pacino as Spector and Helen Mirren as defense attorney Linda Kenny Baden. Uh, it depicts a fictionalized account of the murder and the first trial. Uh, the film drew criticism from Clarkson's family and friends who charged that the suicide defense was given more merit than it deserved, and also from Spectre's wife, who argued that Spectre was portrayed as a foul-mouthed megalomaniac and a minotaur. Well, I, th- that's got to be pretty accurate, though. It sounds about right. Yeah. See, now, I don't know, because you get some crazy chicks that like get off by playing with guns. It could have been accidental. You know, because he wouldn't have came out. He wouldn't have came out with a gun in his hand in shock and say, "I think I shot her." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were doing like some if weird you would, shit. if you were gonna I mean, murder someone, like it was premeditated, you wouldn't sit there and have a little driver way outside with you. Lana you know, Clarkson was a hot chick, like, and she looks like she might be a bit of a freak. She looks like she, she's she got like a Farrah Fawcett sort of thing going on. She looks like she could be a pretty freaky chick. Like, I don't want anyone to die with something stupid. But, I mean, it's well, like yeah. you play with fire, you get burned, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. Who, who knows? We weren't there. The, you know, there was only two people there. We can only speculate. Yeah. And I'm not really going to speculate. I'm going to go with what the court said happened. See, he was dumb. He should have just get, let, like, put the gun in her hand and come out and say, hey, crazy bitch just shot herself. Call an ambulance. <laughs> That's really fucked up. But he was in shock. You know, he wasn't thinking yeah, straight. Who knows? Who knows? All right. It's time to wrap things up. You know what that means, Ed? You know what it means to I don't wrap know what things that up? Means. I, I, I've never heard that term in my life. I don't know what wrapping things up means. What does that mean to wrap things up? <laughs> What? To what? end the show? <laughs> EJ, Ryan, Jay, Madeline, come here. I, Fuck it, we'll I, do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Alright, uh, in case you didn't know, you could listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, you can email the show at any time. It's planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Instagram and YouTube, it's planetchaosradio. Uh, Planet Chaos Radio. Uh, Twitter is at Planet Chaos underscore. You could find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is at Brandon underscore Chaos. Tumblr is Brandon dash Chaos. You got anything to add, Ed? If I send you that video on the text messages, can you put that on the website or the Facebook page? I could. There you go. There's no reason to go check out. You guys can see the video of me reacting to them storming that house. There you go. <laughs> Just in case you think we, we fabricate our stories. Yeah. All <laughs> right, we will see you guys again next week. Goodbye. Love the different scenes, and we love the different weed. Walking around, Franco wiping up all pop from little seeds. No, we play the show, super upload, so roll up another fatty, and we'll continue to smoke. But I don't really know what you got to roll. Hoping that you pull us off fire as and no. Got my own lighter, you know I can match up all. Hoping that you're waiting with a joint after the show. Mr. Weed Man, don't do 
me wrong. Come on, Mr. Weed Man, help me sing my song. Mr. Weed Man, won't you fill my bong? Mr. Weed Man, I need some relaxation. Mr. Weed Man, don't do me wrong. Like Bob Marley, I'ma smoke it till my brain is gone. Mr. Weed Man, don't you roll with rock? Mr. Weed Man, I need that medication. But I don't really know what you got to roll. Hoping that you pull out some fire ass and no. Got my own lighter, you know I can match a bowl. Hoping that you're waiting with the joint after the show. Everybody solo! In our windows, but I don't really know what you got to roll. Hoping that you pull out some fire ass and no. Got my own lighter, you know I can match a bowl. Hoping that you're waiting with a joint after the show.